Are you ready? Tuesday. That's right. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. Dave and Rick back with you again. Rick Solom. Good to see you here, man. I was getting a little concerned. <laughs> Didn't know if I was going to see you. 507. I know what time it's <laughs> Well, it's good. And hopefully you guys are out there enjoying a beautiful 87, 88 degree day in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Who knows? Maybe you're listening to us online. WYZMnews.com. That's just, cool, too. You just put your phone on. On the website and then put it in your pocket while you're walking yeah, your dog. Yeah. Hey, someday, I think WYZM's going to get an app like WKTY, where I'm at Monday through Friday from 6 to 9. Ooh, plug. Yeah. That was yeah, a sh- have, uh, shameless plug. We have just as many hours of show as you guys. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess. That's okay. We've got extra content. It's called Overtime. Find it online, WKTYsports.com. Boosh, plug number two. Uh, listen, I want to talk about a couple things today, Rick, and I don't know what you've got going on. Uh, I did hear a bit of uh, lacrosse talk PM last night. We're not going to start the same exact way, which is cool with you, I'm assuming. (laughs) Um, But what I would like to talk about today are a couple of different things having to do with like home, right? So home is very important. It's important to me. It's important to you. The furniture store? No, not the furniture store. (laughs) Dear God. I mean, it's a beautiful place to shop, but why did they leave the E off? It makes me curious about the rest of their stuff. Um, Yeah, I'm like, hum. I said that the first time when I came out here. We didn't have home stores (laughs) on the West Coast. And I saw it was like home store. And they're like, no, no, it's. It's home store. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to buy a warranty with this stuff, huh? No, I'm it kidding. Be it's a little, like, thing above the O, right? Is that exactly. Right? It should be European. Like, like, you know, Swedish or a couple of dots. Depends on, on what you want to have a home. Uh, either way, beautiful store. I've been there before. It's uh, it's gorgeous. No, I want to talk about just, you know, what, what home means to us as individuals, what home means to us as Americans, and why protecting home, you know, and, and being real solid at home is really the most important thing. Because as, as much as we want to look upon the world and you know, see things through a specific kind of lens, a uh, larger lens than the one that we have, the reality is this. Every single one of us exists in our own minds. Yes, there is the outside world that influences and, and, and people and places that can color what goes on in our minds. But essentially, we own our own homes. We own our own mind space. And when we start to look out you know, too far past where we can actually see, the picture becomes blurry. And you can be led all sorts of different ways once you start leaving home and venturing out. So I just want to throw this out there as sort of a working, as sort of a working semi-title. Today's episode, loosely entitled "Home," and why home is important. And it's going to take a couple of different directions. Is this semi-related to? Was it last week where we talked about people are afraid to get up and leave their quote-unquote home, home state, hometown to go? No, not their... no, not no, today. Okay. In in one respect, I want to talk to a guy, Adam, who is. Uh, He's a representative of a company that I've begun uh, endorsing, uh, Right Choice Construction. They're doing great things uh, for many homeowners here in La Crosse and, and surrounding areas. They're out of Westby. And I want to talk to him about the prices of materials for homes that could be, and I'm not sure if they are for Right Choice, but could be going up because of tariffs. I also want to talk about what happens when we start looking, up, uh, you know, looking out into the world and, and we see places far away. I'm going to throw one out there, Iran. And when we see something so far away, and we really have no conceptualization of where this is. Unless you've served in the military and you've been to Iran, you really don't know what it is. You, you hear things, you're told things, you're uh, assuming a certain kind of lifestyle because of what you see through your larger lens, right? Well, I want to just talk about today, too, again, why home is so important and really things outside of home aren't, okay? And, and when we start to get into the throes of pounding the drum of war, when we start to get the collective consciousness 
really hot and bothered about things that aren't at home, but many, 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 many thousands of miles away, how essentially dangerous this can be. And I also think it's quite interesting. And Rick, tell me if you think this is uh, kind of an oxymoron. We're going to be asked over the course of the next two to three days, maybe even a week, as an American population to assess the worthiness or non-worthiness of Iran as a military sort of a foe and whether or not the Americans should go and, and risk life and limb to fight Iran and for what. And I think it's quite interesting that, you know, on one hand, you'll have an executive branch of government and probably somebody from other branches as well talk about how the media is not to be trusted. The media, essentially what we're doing here, is an enemy of the people. It's fake news. It's sad. It's just, it's all fake. But at the same time, we're going to be asked to believe, as an American population, all of the media reports that are soon to come out about this country, Iran, a place that most people listening today have no idea about, except, of course, for those that have served. I'm going to be frank. I've never been to Iran, never had a desire. So I don't know any more than most everybody else. I think it's like Wisconsin in August. Probably not. No? Not even close. Otherwise, Afghanistan, maybe in the high mountains, okay. from what I've heard. A couple of fine well, Airbnbs. Wisconsin in October. Uh, going up, up to the mountains. Well, no, I think Afghanistani mountains might even still be more temperate, more like summer in Wisconsin. We'll have to just see. Let's Google search this. But I just think it's real interesting that when we start to venture far, far away from home, how the pictures that we carry in our minds, and even right here in the states, in the state of Wisconsin, you live here in La Crosse, you can't see Pewaukee. You can assume you've got a pretty good idea of what it's going to be about, but how it dilutes things and why we need to be really careful, like really careful as a citizen population to start going down a certain path with absolutely no knowledge of what it is that's really happening. So The high this week is like... Tuesday, 107 Jeez. over there. Is that American degrees? Next week, I mean. Good yeah. God almighty. Is that, where was that? In Afghanistan? Tehran. Oh, good. That's, well, that's, that? that's Tehran. Iran. Tehran. Yeah, Tehran. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, seven, eight. That's the capital of yeah. Iran, right? No, of, that's, that's Iran, right? Tehran is Iran or is that Afghanistan? Iran. Oh, okay. Are we doing Iran? Yeah, well, you just said, I said Afghanistan mountains. Oh, and, we want to go to Afghanistan? No, I don't know. No, you said Afghanistan mountains in the winter. And I thought it was I like, it was I thought we were doing the war in, Afghan- uh, war uh, in Iran. Who can tell? By the way, the United States is at the longest continuous war in history. We're There's still in Afghanistan. right there now. Oh, okay, so. that's pretty. It's about what it is right here. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it's about what it is here. I want to talk real quick, Rick, about an article that you've got today on WIZMnews.com. It is your home for all the best news in the area. You don't have to pay 99 cents for 10 articles or any sort of nonsense. I get the good stuff right there, WIZMnews.com. Christian Yelich, and I know this is not a sports show, but I do a sports show Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 with Matt Grady. Uh, Christian Yelich, what a performer this year. 29 home runs. Has never gone, according to your research in the article, has never gone three games this season, except for recently, without a homer at, at Miller no, Park. he hasn't gone at all. Like at all? No. He hasn't, he's gone two games without a home run. He has not, not gone, gone three, three games. games at Miller Park without a home run. And currently, he is at a two-game yep. Miller Park no-homer streak. And coincidentally enough, they they won those last two games. So they did. kind of funny. Well, Craig Council made some lineup changes. He, he shuffled some things around. Yeah, tonight's going to be interesting. If you're a Brewer fan, WKTY starting at 635, get pregame coverage with Bob Uecker and the crew, 710 p.m. first pitch. I don't think ESPN has a stat. This is, I conjured this up on my own. So, like, if we could get it to ESPN and Hey, Fox what about the Elias, what about the Elias Sports, sports Bureau? Bureau? Yeah, they're yeah, not going to no. have it either. Elias Sports Bureau. That's the most trusted name in sports bureau ring. 
You know, I tried to sign up for Elias Sports Bureau once. Mm-mm, no, you can't get anything from that. You need to be like a big conglomeration. Go through like a, a vetting process. Well, you try to do it through WKTY. Uh, you should try to maybe do it through Wizen. Ah, <laughs> look at you, big time in me. Uh, by the way, on the Better Hearing Center talking text line, 785-7914, Libertarian guy says he does agree with Dave. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. You're listening to WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Uh, when we come back, I want to get back to this whole home thing, but this time I want to step aside from our actual houses you know, and, and talk about Wisconsin, the United States. What's important here? What's important to you? Reach out to us. The Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Ah, uh, yeah. Bob Seeger, part of the, uh, well, yeah, he's not part of much of anything. I like to call my bumper music, bumper music mixtape stuff. And I do two for Tuesday, double shot of classic rock. And we played a couple from... Uh, who the hell we play some ACDC and now we got some Bob Seeger. I have another topic too. Do that. you? Yeah, I, you know what? We were talking off air and uh, it's Lacrosse Talk PM, by the way. If you are just tuning in, WYZM, welcome aboard, 1410 AM and 92.3 FM. If you happen to be listening online, it's at WYZMnews.com. Uh, we had a whole bunch of uh, like fire in our bellies, going to talk about home and why it's so important. Let's talk about home state pride and home country pride and don't worry about what's happening in Iran, okay? It's going to be fine. Let's worry about your home. But then you started talking about getting meat sweats in the afternoon with sandwiches, <laughs> uh, hot sandwiches. And I was captivated, riveted, if you will. Um, you know, so how old are you, Rick? 40. Are you 40 now? Right on the head. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to be 39 in September. So we're right there together. The older that I get, and I guess this is the same for you. I'm curious. There'll be a, there'll be a period there for like four, 30 days, maybe, where I'm two years older than you. In August, I turn 41. So, so yeah. but okay. Then you can be like, hey, oh, so man. you're 40 right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You are old. Okay, all right. Well, that's you know that's fair. I'm kidding. I act like it too. I'm, no, you don't. Good God, no, you don't. Not even a little bit. Um, you know, so we started talking about like you know what food does to us, right? As we get older, we're both in here in like you know athletic shorts and a, a t-shirt. Uh, I of course did go to the Y today, and you of course did do something. I'm assuming, I went to right? The y Volleyball to or swim or uh-huh. from those yeah, meat sweats. I, yeah, no, shower from the meat sweats. So <laughs> I can't hardly eat anything anymore, right? Like, and and a lot of this has to do with my schedule. So for many years, I've been a morning guy, and so I can't eat in the studio, uh, which. Uh, apparently is counterintuitive to working here because many people do at six o'clock you in the morning eat in the studio while your show yeah going like on while you're just in general no just like you know while your show's going but on i mean great eating the whole time no 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 matt starves himself until after know, he I'm works out um no but I've, I've put myself into a condition where i have a piece of bread at like three forty-five in the morning and then i have a banana at seven o'clock i have an apple at eight fourteen. uh like real regimented right like it's all stuff they can't spill i can't eat anything anymore and i was just sharing this with you and you're saying yeah, in the afternoon, you, you eat a big sandwich or something, you're done. Yeah, I don't want to eat. I don't. I can't eat. I don't like breakfast, but mainly because I eat late because I'm up. My supper time is like nine. Yeah, because I'm yeah. Still you're up on for European hours time after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm on, yeah. So like, I eat late, but then I get up, you know, to play basketball at noon or whatever, and then I'm still bloated from what I ate and. That's getting that's an age thing, I think, right? Is it? See, I don't know. Is it the food that you're eating? Because the pizza, like, I'll tell you, man, I had pizza a couple of weeks ago. It was Father's Day. Yeah, that's when it was. And we went down to the Great River Roadhouse in DeSoto, which is awesome. If you haven't been there before, I mean, it's a heck of a place to go. A beautiful drive, too. And they've got great pizza, but it's loaded with cheese. And, and mostly, I don't eat pizza because I can't really tolerate cheese. Dude, for an entire day and a half, I, I did not feel right. I mean, for an entire day and a half, I didn't yeah. feel right. I mean, 
how is that? I mean, what what did uh, you move the next day? Oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay. I got up, walked the dog, you know, did a whole bunch of stuff, tried to get a couple miles so in. I feel like that like gets it out of your Oh yeah, stuff. well, it got it out. I mean, Kinda that's like when I, you drink if I drink a lot the night before, the yeah. next day I'll, yeah. I'll be hung over until I sweat. Yeah, until oh, I work yeah, out. Yeah. And I have to like force myself to work out and then I feel better even sure. though I got to then drink a ton of water because I'm yeah. a super guy. Uh, that means that you don't drink enough. I'm just saying because once you build up a proper tolerance Kiddo, then no, I don't you, drink alcohol. No, no, yeah, you don't no, drink don't enough. Uh, and that's why you're having these kinds of problems. I would recommend a regimen of daily drinking, you know, <laughs> seven hours of bed drinking for this guy. Then you or else I'm a real ass. No, exactly. If you're always drunk, you're never hung over. So it's it's better that way. I, we had a, we had I'm, a friend I'm, I'm in kidding. college. We were at, like, not his dorm, but his apartment. And his dad had was visiting for the weekend, too. One of our, not my friend, but the roommate. Yeah, I friend. saw this movie, Van Wilder. <laughs> I remember. Uh-huh. Write like, this down. slept on the couch the whole time. Really? And all he did was drink whatever brown liqueur he was drinking, oh. liquor. Yeah. I guess liqueur might be different. Yeah, liqueur and is he different. he would just wake up <laughs> every having once schnapps. while, and he would drink, and then he'd go back to bed. And then we were all, you know, at three, four in the morning, we were all inebriated yeah. and making like bacon. And just like at that point, we're making food because, sure. you know, and he wakes up and he's like, hey, bring me some of that bacon. And then he eats that, takes it, and he goes back to bed Boy, and I, for like three days. Like nobody, nobody after that, I can guarantee you, so, nobody wondered why your friend ran away from home. We were like nobody. Half baked before the yeah, show. Well, that's, that's the, the guy. guy. He's, the he's the guy on the couch. That was literally him. Okay. That's what I was just thinking that about. That was weird. Yeah. We talked about one of the greater movies in modern history, Half Baked. If you haven't seen it totally Totally not worth your time. We'll just, you know, just just trust us on what we're saying. Uh, for a period, it was uh, you have to be in the right state of mind, if you will. Uh, speaking of home, that's one of those movies I wouldn't have watched outside of home. Like I'm glad that I saw that on VHS or whatever <laughs> I saw it on, because if I would have paid money in the theater, I would have been severely disappointed. Again, if you want to join in our inane and uh, really conversation about nothing, love to have you. Better Hearing Center talking text line seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. The other topic I had was Giannis winning the MVP. Yeah, that's a big one. Did you watch his speech? No, but I saw it afterwards, I and I saw well, the video. That's what I mean, but you've yeah, seen oh, it oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, do these guys go up like not Giannis per se, but I don't watch a whole lot of MVP speeches in general because whatever. But Giannis is our guy. So, you betcha. And I, I guess I didn't watch Yelich. Did Yelich have a speech? I don't even know. How Does Major do League this. Baseball have an award do show? Have I don't think so. Show? I don't even think they do. I don't do, think right? so. Dude, Major League Baseball's draft yeah, is buried in the middle of a season that right. goes on for seven days. Nobody knows what it is. Like, right. you just don't know. And you're yeah. like, oh, that's that's a good kid. We'll see him in, what, four or five years? Yeah. He plays uh, for oh, Purdue right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, that's important. But that makes sense. So I wouldn't have seen Yelich's speech no. because he probably didn't have one. No, they sent him it in the mail. And now I can't even <laughs> think of, like, in four, 2014, if Rodgers had a speech because I, th- I don't know. You know, the NFL awards are a new thing, too, though. But I'm I mean, wondering if people prepare speeches. Like, when you win a movie award, yeah, you, you, yeah, there's a speech prepared. Giannis went up there willy nilly. You could tell. Yeah, he went but up there, because his hands were in his pocket and he just went at it. And I, I respect that to a degree. Oh, Giannis is amazing. And look, he didn't know he was going to win for sure. Giannis, by the right. way, uh, MVP last night, Milwaukee Bucks superstar, 78 of 101 first place votes. Houston Rockets, James Harden came in second. No, Giannis uh, it had no idea it was going to happen. Second. Uh, way second. We played a clip of uh, Giannis's um, speech this morning. Actually, I took about a minute of the uh, very tearful and emotional uh, speech and played it for listeners on. WKTY and and it's really touching. The other thing here, the Milwaukee Bucks, not just Giannis, but the entire Milwaukee Bucks came up big. Uh, Mike Budenholzer, NBA Coach of the Year, one of just seven coaches in NBA history to lead two different franchises to the best record in in their conference, uh, and the the likes that include Pat Riley and Casey Jones, some 
big guys, Phil Jackson, also executive of the year, 36-year-old John Horst, who was just extended for three years. Uh, it was a big winner. And then something, I don't know if you picked this up, but everybody that won a major award was European or non oh, really? uh, or non American. Giannis MVP Rudy Gobert was the defensive player of the year. Uh, rookie of the year Luka Doncic. Wait a minute, Lou Williams. Lou. Okay, I, I said most, most of the yeah. guys. All right, he I mean, was he was the outlier. Uh, then you have Luka Doncic as rookie of the year and most improved player. The Toronto Raptors Pascal Siakam. Siakam. And he has a great story from his not great but like a coming from Cameroon. Yeah, very yeah. very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Um, one of the things that I absolutely did not pay any attention to was the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. As a matter of fact, I had a poll it's question. Today. Uh, great. I had a poll question this morning. What would you rather? We actually, I, I created a new segment. Would you rather uh, for that? And the poll question was, well, what would you rather do uh, than watch U.S. Women's National Soccer Team? Now, a lot of people did vote to the, hey, I like soccer and I'll watch it. Uh, but the second uh, highest poll result was literally anything. We're I think getting closer. I just voted. Oh, good, good. Because that well, see what I voted was hand cutting ninety nine acres of grass, uh, <laughs> and vote. and then there is of course uh, getting it's stuck in an elevator, uh, which seemed to be the least popular. But you know, I I did want to just you know tell you again that I made sure to mention two listeners this morning that you know the home of women's sports, especially like non traditional women's sports, is WIZM. You get Mike Hayes who loves non-traditional women's sports Monday through Friday from 6 to 9. That's Lacrosse Talk AM. He loves tennis. Loves tennis. Like, loves tennis. Uh, and you, of course, love, like, women's volleyball. I didn't realize exactly oh, yeah. why you liked women. I love volleyball. I and think you would cliche think that I love women's volleyball because, the, A, they wear bikinis. That's and why doubles, I think that I, it is that you like them. But doubles women's volleyball, is, yeah. is they're better than me, but it's it's more relatable to how I play, how I would play doubles volleyball okay. versus men, because men can just jump over yes. like, the net and smash it down 100 miles an hour. Yes. It would be like I can't play Major League Baseball because I can't, you can't jump it, 100, sure. 100 miles an hour or hit it. Yeah, but there's a few other reasons too, but I'll give you those are two. But I can definitely play slow pitch softball, sure, because I can hit, <laughs> hit and pitch that. You know, ball. I, I tell you what, man, for me in slow pitch softball. Um, Slow pitch softball becomes a little hard because I played a couple of years of organized, like, you know, like company corporate team, you know, slow pitch softball. It's hard because the ball comes so damn late. Like you got to wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. I would I would prefer like a medium speed pitch softball. Is that a thing like medium speed pitch softball? Because if it is, I'll play some of that. But slow pitch softball is a little hard. Just for me, it is. Anyways, you wait for the ball. You wait for the ball. You wait for the ball. And then. The ball comes, and by the time you wait for the ball, I mean, I'm so frustrated. I swung three times. Yeah, I played in a one time. The, like, we got into a league in Winona. I hadn't played softball ever, really. I mean, a couple of times, just home run derbies or whatever. Sure. The first pitch I see, I had to take three steps in front of home plate to get it, and I hit it out. I hit it out. It was the first thing I ever swung at in like a decade. Wow, that's and great. Like, yeah, and I never hit a home run again. Damn the luck. So I should have retired right there. You should have. Like, just, you know what? I'm sorry. But, of course, then you would have been, uh, you know, called for unsportsmanlike conduct because you would have, you know, flipped your bat in a co-ed league <laughs> right. softball game. I'll tell you what, this is kind of embarrassing, but I don't care um, because I'm just that kind of guy. I'll share with you. I got uh, ejected from a co-ed softball game when I was in my early 20s. So I was working in Southern California. And uh, the company that I worked for at the time, you know, had a, had a co-ed softball team. And we were playing corporate challenges against other teams in the area. Right. And I, I, I hit a ball, and it was a, it was a bouncer. And, and I really thought, you know, I was going to get a hold of it. But I didn't. I got, you know, I got middle bat contact with the ball. It's a chopper. It goes up towards second base. I scream a profanity. Nothing, you know, nothing terrible. Right. But I just yelled it out. 
Well, whoever was on second or whoever was playing that position, I can't recall, throws the ball 10 feet over the first baseman. Some gal who I'm sure had great intentions to catch the ball. Right. They called me out. And I mean, and this is the thing. So I'm taking my base. I go from first to second. I'm like, wow, cool. You know, I mean, they overthrew it. This is this is great. I go to second and the umpire no. looks at me and he goes, you're out. And I'm like, for what? Verbal interference. <laughs> and I just got so livid, Rick. I went was over there. Because the, you said a bad word? Because you I guess. Like, screamed I, I, in the face of the person. I, well, not, the not in the face, but right, I mean, okay. I'm, you know, I was batting. And, you yeah. know, so I was screaming. I, you know, I like. You know, I let out an emotive. Because if you hit the ball and then you chase that person and start screaming, oh at God, him, no, to throw no, the ball, no, that no, would be no. verbal No, I mean, this like I'm just running up the first baseline. Yeah. I'm trying to beat out a throw. I do that every day at noon ball when I miss a ter- like super easy shot. And yeah, the F word comes out really loud. Exactly, at the turbo, which isn't the greatest. No, place to do that, that. but you're forgiven, so <laughs> that's good. Um, anyhow, I, I went over to the umpire and I started kicking up dust and you know getting all in his face. And then the guy tells me, "Hey, listen, like real calm." He's like. You don't stop. I'm just going to disqualify your team, dude. And that's your company. And I thought, okay, good enough. I'm out of here. Um, speaking of getting out of here, let's take our uh, final oh, break. Real quick. Oh, yeah, is, yeah. What is the, where do you upload your bathroom pictures? Do you oh, remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to WKTYsports.com and you'll see right on the homepage. It says ugly bathroom renovation contest. It is literally right on the homepage. Uh, there's also a win stuff tab that's on the homepage as well. Uh, but either way, you'll be able to find that WKTY Sports. Uh, com. Again, thanks to our friend Adam from Right Choice Construction today. Great stuff. All right, so let's step aside. We'll be back with uh, more on Lacrosse Talk PM with Dave and Rick. It is WYZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. Ah, yeah. WYZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. Coming back with a surprising song. So, Rick, I had uh, queued up Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band's Her Strut. What we get, well, is not that, but it's another really good song. So now you got to go a new Stone Temple Pilot song to. I don't have enough show? time. Yeah, I don't. Do no, I know. Well, close out for well you know, no. Plush? I think. Yeah, I'd love to play plush, I but it, know, like, it well, it doesn't have a good intro, which is part of the problem. Uh, anyhow, thanks for being with us this afternoon here on WIZM fourteen ten AM ninety two three FM. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line always open. This isn't during just mornings with Mike Hayes and, and the afternoons here. Uh, you want to comment to any of our hosts, Rush Limbaugh, Dave Ramsey. They might not be able to hear you, but uh, we'll definitely let them know that you sent a message. 785-7914. Mike loves to come in in the morning yeah. and read the text from the night before. So last Friday, we mm-hmm. had a show. Mm-hmm. And then Hayes comes in Monday morning. He's like, whoa, because Mary called in and ripped on how bad of a job I do as a host of the show. Mary then, said that? Yeah. And then the text oh line gosh. went crazy with, uh, you couldn't read the, any of the text, but uh, it was pretty funny. Why? Because, like, they were, because they were so like in, inflammatory? Were, uh, audible interference. A lot of audible interference really? on the text lines. Wow. <laughs> Look at the vitriol for old Rick here. Well, you know, listen, I thought you'd do a fine job. No, it was, it was lambasting Mary for her oh, comments. Oh, for, oh, for her comments. Yeah. Oh, well, then in that case, well, Mary, just remember, this is still a safe space for you. <laughs> Uncle Dave will let you have your say. It's fine. All right, so I know we're kind of up against it, and this has been a really fun show. Thanks to Adam from Right Choice Construction for joining us, and uh, thanks to Rick for being uh, being able to lighten the load here because, you know, look – I don't want to, again, we've got eight minutes or less. I don't want to get too uh, too much on a soapbox here. But a lot of what you're going to be hearing in the next coming weeks and, and, and months, days, weeks, months ahead, about a possible ramp up for war with Iran, this thing just bothers me on so many different levels, okay? I, I'm very much about protecting your home. And I feel fine in saying that in the midst of 
uh, uh, liberal opposition. I'm a very proud, responsible gun owner. Nothing had ever changed that about me. Okay, I've been one since I was able to as a legal adult, and my family's been legal gun owners as long as I can remember. Protecting the home, you know, and being a man about it, that's fine. I'm all for that. Okay, you do what you got to do. When somebody comes and attacks your person, place, property, family, that's your responsibility. You got to take care of that. But I've never liked picking fights with people that I don't know. That's just never been something that I've thought is a good idea. And Rick, thanks a bunch. We'll see you next time. He's going to go play volleyball now. I've never liked picking fights with people I don't know. And there's good reason for that. I don't know them. I don't have a dog in that fight. Now, I'm not to suggest that the uh, uh, country of the United States of America should never engage in war. I mean, that's not the thing. But I do think, like former Republican presidential candidate who got laughed off the stage in 2008, Ron Paul would talk about, oftentimes the problems that we create abroad bring us problems domestically at home, things we have to go defend. And one of the things that's really been kind of kind of gnawing at me here, okay, is the fact that we as a nation have now become normalized to ideas that are proposed by members of the executive and I'm sure legislative and other branches of government as well, that the media, that what I'm doing, that what WISM is, that what CNN is or MSNBC or Fox or whatever, ABC, that it's fake. It's the enemy of the people. Okay. So you're telling me that what I'm hearing and seeing on TV and the radio is not true. Cool. If I believe you, how am I supposed to capitulate to what I'm going to have to believe when reports are going to come out from the very same networks, ABC, CBS, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, that are going to hope to convince me as a voting member of the American public to support a war on foreign soil? Like, how can you have it both ways? So on one hand, you're going to tell me that you can't trust the media. They're false. They lie. They feed you false information. On the other hand, you're going to hope the media is there to sell American people on a war. And that has been the relationship with the government and media for a long time. As a matter of fact, Edward Bernays, if you guys want an interesting weekend of research, Edward Bernays, by the way, was the nephew of Sigmund Freud, the father of American modern, well, not just American, but modern psychology. Well, Edward Bernays is considered the modern propaganda father. He wrote a book. It was a pamphlet, moreover, uh, in, in the beginning of the 20th century called Propaganda, and it outlined how a government would go about convincing its populace of all sorts of different things. So on one hand, am I for protection? Yeah, you betcha. Am I for you know stocking up, keeping yourself locked and loaded? Yeah. yeah. Keep your powder dry. But mind your home. Mind your home business. Start looking out too far. Across these seas, murky, murky stuff out there. And again, many of you, perhaps you're listening today. You've served overseas. You've been in Iraq and Afghanistan. You know what it's like there. That's an opinion you can trust and value. However, most of us haven't been. And I just find it to be quite perplexing and really disheartening that what we hear often from folks in positions of ultimate power are that we should distrust reports in the media, that what they say is not true, that we're essentially lying to listeners and viewers on a daily basis. Yet at the same time, that very apparatus is going to be relied upon extremely heavily to sell us all on why it is we should expend American treasure, American lives, on a war on foreign soil. It's just not one that I've been able to be convinced of uh, in my lifetime. 
So that's about it for me on Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a great day. Didn't mean to bring down the party. We had a good show. Coming up tomorrow, I'm back on my regular day job. Mornings with Dave and Scraty, WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. If you want to submit a picture of your ugly bathroom, you could potentially win 12000 bucks in a renovation from Right Choice Construction. Go online, WKTYsports.com. If you want the best news locally, don't want to have to pay 99 cents per 10 articles or whatever nonsense the uh, other guys are trying to do, go to WIZM.